our favorite song, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back once again to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and getting himself adjusted so you can see his handsome face and beautiful hat, which has the nice string up there, which is nice. Yeah, that's, roll, that's nice every once in a while. Roll How's it going today, Andy? It's pretty Love good. Golf, golf started. I'm actually paying attention to the Corn Fairy Tour as well because I was roped into playing Corn Fairy DFS. It's like minor league golf, but there's DFS for it. And that's, a, that's pretty amazing, <clears throat> DFS for, for lower-level golf like that. Not only that, but I have a lineup that has Tony Romo in it. It's been a while since I've been able to put Tony Romo in a that's DFS so fun. It feels good. Plus, he chipped in for Eagle on his first hole. So, now, was that a good play, or were you just doing no, it no? Like he's <laughs> he's literally the bare minimum. Yeah, the BT Slack prop he hit it, but he's literally the bare minimum price. And I wanted to stack some good players. So I'm like, I'll put Tony in for a laugh. It was supposed to be my joke lineup. It is doing better than the lineup that I actually tried hard on. So <laughs> feel bad about that. Yes, I'm in. I'm in fourth, fourth place right now. A lot of golf to be played. But I'm ahead of Mets fan 82, so that guy can suck it. Um, I'm right behind Brett. We're going to catch up in there. But, um, yeah, a lot of golf team play is underway. That's a ton of fun. Draft props are continuing to trickle and move. We talked a lot about that. With uh, We had someone on from Circa last night on the deep dive, if you want to check yeah. that out. It's on the YouTube channel. Pretty fun conversation talking more about the, uh, the bookmaking side of how they're doing this with uh, the draft props, especially, you know, this year. We had a, a dearth of it, and then all of a sudden, Circa dropped down, and now cup everybody has a shit. The cup does overfloweth. Um, we'll start with NBA, though, like we usually do. Almost a sweep last night. The Grizzlies almost. had a horrible second half, although that, never in doubt with Cleveland. They just absolutely bent the Bulls over, really gave it to them. That was an embarrassing loss, which was nice. And you know what? Another The other one was a blowout. You kind of predicted the blowout. Uh, what was the total on that? Two twenty twenty six and a half something. I don't like think that. it got two twenty six. No, um, it got to. It might have got to two hundred. I mean, the, Houston just gave up. I mean, Houston just absolutely quit. They were down by like twenty and a half. I think yeah. they didn't score fifty points until late, and the, they didn't score their fiftieth point until late in the third quarter or something. So that was nice. Yeah, it looks. Like, what was that? Was it the Jazz one or yeah, Jazz? Yeah, it was Jazz. It did. You know what? It did get to 201. So cleared it by 20, but nice one. Um, NBA today, a little, it's the Thursday slate. So you have like the good ones at night. You've got the TNT game. It's Lakers, Mavs. There's some no afternoon ball, a lot of six o'clock, seven o'clock games, but uh, nothing for you today. Couldn't find something you liked. What? No, not even a lean. That's a couple that I'm going to monitor. You know, we've got six games tonight. New Orleans is playing Orlando. New Orleans is a nine, eight, nine, eight and a half point favorite. That sounds fine. I mean, it's you know not the best spot in the world for either team. Both back to back, both three and four, which just means if you're going to bet this, sell a bunch of points with New Orleans or buy or sell a bunch of points with Orlando. It's these games like this where you have these kind of big, messy situations and big numbers tend to land pretty far away from the number. So I have nothing to do there if you know you're going to close your eyes and, and place a bet because you're for some reason stuck watching this crap game. Sell some points or something. Phoenix, Boston. This should be fun. We'll see um, who's able to play for Boston, though. Brown is questionable. Kemba Walker is questionable. Jason Tatum. 
Um, looks like he's probable, so that could be a, a good game. But Phoenix, though, coming off a win last night against my Philadelphia 76ers, they are on their third road game again, a back-to-back, a three and four, a lot of rest advantages for Boston. So if some of those guys are announced in, J- Jalen Brown specifically, I might look to back the Celtics, but the, the value in the line will probably be gone at that point. It's um, down to three and a half, almost four now, which leads me to believe that Tatum's definitely playing and Brown's probably in. So probably missed the boat there. Detroit, San Antonio. San Antonio's an, an eight and a half, nine point favorite. Again, right on my numbers. Bad spot for Detroit. Chicago, Charlotte, just good luck. No one's even really playing in that game. And then the last one that I am going to monitor and maybe place a bet on eventually is Dallas. The Dallas Mavericks are hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. It seems that Anthony Davis might be back tonight and. I'm not sure I really care all that much. If he comes yeah, back. Yeah, how much how much would he play if he did play? Do you if you had to take a 20 guess? minutes? 15, 20, 20 minutes? yeah. 25 tops. And I would expect them to max him out at 20 minutes. And we'll see how the market again reacts to some of that stuff. It opened up at two last night, got all the way down to four, and now there's some three and a half sitting around. So I'm gonna keep looking at that. If it gets back down to below three, I'll have a I'll have a Mavericks ticket, unless you know again there's some sort of shenanigans. So I'll keep an eye on that. And if I do end up with a Mavericks bet, of course I'll post that on Betsperts. You can find me there, Alex Christensen with no space. And if you're looking for Andy's stuff, although I don't think you can post Corn Fairy DFS on the Betsperts app just yet, he's there as just Andy. I'm having some guys jump up too. Like I I hate DFS because I leave the app open. I'm the guy who like watches the app constantly like yes another par <laughs> i have moved into second place a lot of golf left we're now ahead of brett bretholomew so um and somebody asked about round yeah, one matchups rathburn mr i believe it's aaron Rath, but he's making fun of arizona state in his uh his avatar looks like but round one matchups here they are i don't think a single one has started i believe i've done this again where i talk about this on like a tuesday or wednesday and then I could have brought this up much later in the week. I'll have to check some of these. Uh, I'll have to check some of these lines, see if they're still up, see if they've moved my way. I'm, after I get off, I'm going to see if I have any closing line value. But I do not believe a single one of these eight matched pairs have teed off yet. And it is, you know, there's a lot more golf. There's 160 golfers on this course right now, so there are yeah, some. I feel like I feel like their tee times might be pushed back a little, especially with, you know, you do see this. Some people are picking up balls because of how the the tur- it plays out. Like if if your partner holes out, there's no reason for you to hold out as well. So maybe it does speed things up a little. I haven't watched any of this coverage, but all of these matchups are still. I think raring to go yet. Maybe maybe Lanto started with Damon. Uh, I haven't I haven't looked at the leaderboard. I'm expecting the leaderboard has a lot of people under par. It would be funny if somebody was over. I guess there are a few of these. There's a few of these uh, matchups, or excuse me, a few of these teams that we did tease a little or make fun of. It doesn't look like a single person is over par. The wor- even the worst teams are even right now. So yeah. your leaders are five under, six under. Billy Horschel and Sam Burns. They're the ones that did the there's the ones that did the outcast um thing. So I guess maybe that works. Uh Power Bubba, Stanconia. Yeah, Bubba and Scotty are in second, tied for second. That was one of my my uh my outrights I played. So it looks like the uh, Ropat gang, Scotty Scheffler loves the Ropat. They are tied for second and minus five. So yeah, all these still ready to go tonight. Uh, if these prices are anywhere near this, I would still play it. Yes. And Pat says that was the whitest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It really, yeah, really, really, really. Not a great hurt. look. 
it was it was funny. Um, if anyone does follow like a little closer with the PGA, they're gonna offer they're they're doing like this bonus for people based on popularity. And one of the things is like Google search rankings and some of that stuff and social media exposure. So you might see golfers doing more stupid shit like this because there's like $40 million a year. They're going to divvy up based on like popularity and stuff. It's, it's, it's a very odd move, but I, I guess whatever it takes to get the sport. So yeah. And Ricky, Ricky Fowler is hype. Ricky Fowler isn't making money winning golf tournaments anymore. He can certainly do it on social media. So yeah, guys like beef guys, like, Homa, guys that love the social media. There's a couple guys um, that probably can do well with this. So my matchups are still um, still available to bet if you really want to get after that. And then this was given to me last night. FCS Championship odds. Our guy Motoy over there at WinBet dropped these. This is literally just a screenshot from the app that he sent me last night. And I did not realize this, but my South Dakota State Jackrabbits are Number one contenders for the middleweight crown here, and a lot of the you know other usual suspects, Sam Houston State, the Dukes of James Madison. He actually wanted me to use all the nicknames he used, and I couldn't memorize them in that short order. So um, I'll just stick with stick with the team names. Delaware Hens. I mean, and if you look at some of these, this is a top-heavy thing too. Like South Dakota State's a 24-point favorite this weekend. So it will be a weird season for FCS, but we are having spring ball. You are gonna see all these teams playing starting now. I mean, there's a full slate this weekend. There are lines up. You can bet these at a couple places, but WinBet did put these up last night. So if you want to use a free bet, again, I would probably use it more along the lines of maybe an underdog that you like to win this weekend rather than an outright that has to sit there for yeah, a long time. A but yeah, don't go too deep. I like I like Missouri State 15 to 1 and probably some maybe some James Madison because they're always around there. But hopefully the Jackrabbits just get it done. Patrick says Saluki strong. I don't even see oh, Southern Illinois 20 to 1. Uh something missing from this <clears throat> would be Monmouth. They would be 20 to 1 if you were able to bet this in Colorado or Virginia. You notice they would be missing if you bet them in New Jersey because you cannot bet on New Jersey teams. There are, I'm sure a lot of you New Jersey bettors are used to this sort of thing, but they said they will be grading it if Monmouth were to win the FCS championship this spring summer. They would award New Jersey bettors um, who bet on the team that made it the furthest. So it would be, you know, the runner-up in that title game. So if you bet at New Jersey and your outright is in the title game against Monmouth, you've already won. And you should go to another state and try to try to middle that. That would be a lot of fun. So that's so my I'll, uh that's my it's a wager on the blue hens there. That's not too far from home. I could use a, a spring summer football team. What the heck? Yeah, the Delaware, Delaware State or Delaware. Yeah, the blue hens. Not Del Delaware State is a really, Delaware really University bad basketball. Team. Yeah, yeah, Delaware yeah. State, not the good. fighting bees. So I don't really handicap this stuff. I know a few people that do. If you remember our guest from past years on the hot dog contest, um, yeah, CK, he does hot dog props. He does little league props. He's big in FCS. I know there's a few other good follows. Maybe I'll try to find some of those tomorrow. I didn't bet baseball again today for the, like the eighth straight day. I, I actually tailed some people last night, made some money. We martingaled the, the doubleheader over in 
uh, Detroit, Pittsburgh, got the second one, so it worked out. Martin Gales always work out as long as you have enough money and enough games. So I was never worried there. But <laughs> I did I did talk to somebody. I said, man, I'm trying to talk baseball, and I'm just fucking terrible at it. Can you come on and talk? So we will have the return of the real Frank Brank tomorrow. I'm going to make him talk baseball for like 20 minutes. He'll give you some looks, maybe some looks for the weekend. He is much smarter than me. I just double-checked with him in DMs so I could make sure I could hype him up. So real Frank Bank, real Frank Brank, tomorrow we'll do a heavy baseball episode because yeah. I'm getting I'm getting burnt out on in a NFL props, even though I will have some more to close the show here. <laughs> so There's always. Always, always, always. You didn't bet any Istanbul today, but... Still got these from yesterday. Yeah, the double stack has not even played yet. This is like the last match in the order of play. So Bogdan, Kryakova, I don't know if that total is even available anymore. Is that ticked up? Are we getting some CLV? There's some expensive 20s, some 20 and a half. 20 and a half is fine if... It looks like that's available just about everywhere. The two and a half sets prices come down a little bit, but I think you can still get something in a plus 160, 165 range, which is still solid. But yeah, these start, it looks like, should be around 115, 130 Eastern time. So if you didn't get these in yesterday, you've got about 90 minutes or so to do that. Again, just really like this total. I think this is going to be a much more competitive match than the line indicates. I'm not so much as interested in betting the dog here as I think Krejcikova is the better player. But this has the look of a 7-5-6-3 kind of thing. You know, maybe Bogdan's able to steal a set in the, set in the middle. She is a player that can, quote, redline, you know, achieve a really high level of play for short sort of spurts and if we can get a little bit of that magic today, I think she'll steal a set and we'll be very comfortable. Perfect. And I, like I said, this is a bet from yesterday you made. It's just a holdover because the timing of this is kind of goofy when you deal with some of these uh, yeah. some of these tournaments that are in that part of the world. You did bet in Stuttgart. And again, I did leave up another bet from yesterday. This is yet another one that kind of made its way over. When it, I've even had people do this with the apps when there's a match or tournament in Australia, they'll change their time zone because they'll have all the matches for the day. And like, if there's eight, five of them start before midnight, five of them start after midnight. That is not eight. That is 10. <laughs> this is where my math is at. I've got, no, I've okay. got, I've got Pfizer running through my veins and it's just, it's making me wacky. <laughs> but anyway, it, you know, half of them start before midnight, half start after midnight. And it's a pain because you have to change the date to see all the matches. And that's kind of what you run into with some of these. They'll put, Oh, all these are today, your time. So you sometimes it does get confusing using some of these apps when you're looking at European tournaments. But yeah, the Kerber match looks to start in about 45 minutes. Yeah, but 30 minutes it, after we wrap. It, yeah, it depends if Vonderosa takes Halep to a third set, then it can push back even further. So you can still bet this Kerber dog price. You can still get around two to one, maybe a little worse. Yeah, there's so. a little better number out there. It um it moved with us yesterday afternoon and this morning. Um, you know, her opponent's been taking some money here. So um, we'll see how that goes. I guess uh, the market's a little more confident in Elena Spitalina than I was yesterday, but still like this number. And, and again, like as I mentioned yesterday, this isn't even a half unit play for me. I went for a full swing here at, at a big number. I like it. And then uh, the ones below that, that, those are additional bets today. Those are going yeah, those to be, are, so these will be are, tomorrow. Tell me these are going to, yeah. So these are, these will be these tomorrow. Are, 
They haven't set really? out the schedule for yesterday, but I think the earliest Stuttgart has been playing is around 7, 8 o'clock in the morning Eastern. Yeah. We're going to take Carolina Pliskova. This is very much a hold-your-nose bet. Um, talked about her a little bit in our over that we hit yesterday. Just really struggled this year to, to play strong tennis, but you know, has got two matches under her belt here. I like the way she looked in the third set. She's indoors, has a really strong serve, is playing Ashley Barty, who is one of, if not the best players on tour at this point. Should be an underdog, but at almost three to one on the money line at getting four and a half games here, and it was relatively cheap four and a half. I think I got like minus 105 or something at the time I bet this is just a great opportunity for me again. Indoors on courts where Pushkova has played well before, she's going to be able to hold serve here. Um, went for a full stake on the plus four and a half games there and a half stake on the money line. You know, again, I expect Barty to win the match, but I have this less than plus 200. So happy to sprinkle the money line here a little bit and grab the game handicap, which I probably have at four, maybe maybe a, a cheap three and a half, something like that. Um, so a lot of value here for me in both numbers. And then we've got a favorite. One of my favorite tennis players to watch, Arena, Ooh, the Amazonian warrior the princess, Sabalanka. She's incredible. She's just the best. She's got the tiger thing tattoo on her forearm um just hits the absolute crap out of the ball a ton of emotion a really good player she is playing a net contivate contivate um won a match for us yesterday in, in calm clean cool style which was great but has hasn't really ever beaten sabalank i think maybe once a long time ago and there's not anything that sabalanka does that contivate can do better or I'm sorry, the Contivate does that Sabalanka doesn't already do better is maybe a better way to say that. They're very similar players, both very strong power players, but Sabalanka is just a level ahead of where Contivate should be. I have this closer to minus 175, so happy to play the minus 155, even minus 160 is okay. Again, there's some value in that number. I'm happy to lay the juice myself. I'm not too averse to it. If you feel like parlaying it was something, that's that's okay too. There's still some value in this number, but again, I'm, I'm happy to lay the juice here at minus 155. I'm not going to lay the game spread. It's like two and a half, which is usually a pretty good number. But Sabalenka has been known to um, give up a set unnecessarily at the start or begin or middle of a match. So happen again, just lay the juice. I'm not too worried about it. I see plenty of value in that number. It'd be better if she gave up a set <clears throat> at the beginning in the middle rather than the end. For, uh, for our purpose. As long as she wins that third set. Oh, right, yeah. That's, uh, that's the big one or the second one. Uh, a couple of user bets. I'm just going to throw these on because I didn't bet any baseball. Um, Patrick says he likes the Indians today. Maybe I will bet some baseball. And Fuji says Usman parlayed with everything. What's Usman's price? Like 400 over Masvidal. I probably there will watch. There's Put actually some, with her. There's actually some decent fights. Even like I think there's two girl fights that aren't awful. I mean, Andrade should get killed, but. Uh, Zhang, Zhang and uh, Rose, two girl fights. Girl fights are always fun for me. I usually bet on those for some reason. Um, Vegas Refund says draft talk. Fuck it, we'll do it today. We'll put some draft talk up. I did bet a couple of these this morning. And one, one, what's that? Yeah, probably with Sabalenka. Probably with Sabalenka. Plus 105, beautiful. A couple, this is just a smaller value pick. I found uh, some of these are they're offering will a team take offense or defense? Will the team go this way or that way? What position will a team take? They're offering these on like the Jaguars and the uh, and the Jets as well. It's like who will they take with their second pick? Because their first pick is obviously so 
incredibly locked in stone. But I went Bears quarterback at four to one. I didn't even shop this really. I'm going to I'm I'm going to bet this, but I have to shop around to see if we have some other lines. This is something I found this morning. Not only have they been linked a little bit with possibly the Mac Jones fall possibly a couple other places they could go quarterback. I don't think they're happy with their quarterback room right now. I don't think you can go into this season. If you're, if you're a GM like Ryan Pace or, you know, the coaching staff they have there, you're kind of in a tricky position. Drew brings this up a lot as far as like where a GM is in his career arc, where a front office is. And basically not everything about running a team means trying to win it sometimes it's like fuck i have a really good job and i want to extend this as long as possible and a rookie quarterback is a really good way to extend your stay as a front office person because you can just land on that and be like you know it wasn't a good year but we saw some glimpses out of this kid and you know what maybe maybe give me another year because we can do this so i uh i definitely think uh I definitely think not only and like the real answer is the Bears have been linked to a, a little bit of quarterback talk, and I think this is value. And the joke answer is I don't think Mac Jones is any good, and the Bears are great at fucking up a pick. So I think Mac Jones, the Bears doesn't make doesn't kill me. And uh, there's a couple other quarterbacks they could go. I can even see them trading down and taking one of the worser quarterbacks maybe on the second day. Um, Roman says more UFC and boxing guys and need more content there. Uh, not only am I working on getting some UFC guys to come on here, guest and talk, I'm thinking about maybe even just doing a show. I have, there's like one good UFC show that I like, and there's really not a ton of content. So maybe this summer I'm going to work on getting something coming to that net, coming to the network. And uh, the Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa who is a linebacker for Notre Dame, first linebacker. I had to put this on two lines because the damn name's so long. Uh, with the fall, I guess it's, he hasn't really even fallen yet, but with the fall of Micah Parsons in a lot of drafts, I'm looking at a couple different names there. I know somebody who has Jamin Davis at 65 to 1. Shout out Will Brinson. Um, just some locals have had some just awful numbers on a few different players, but I like him at six to one. I have a few mocks where he could go possibly in the top 10, 15. So linebackers in general are falling. I think taking some of these other names that aren't Micah Parsons can find you some value. So, I mean, even Davis at 15 to one I've seen, but this is the one I like the most at six, six to one or better. So I'll close with that. I'll probably have some more of these next week. And then one last, we'll do one last user pick. You know what? Clay Collar well, tonight. I don't even know what this is. Clay Collar tonight versus Pettis. Is that a person? Plus is that a thing? Can you collar someone? I Clay Collar definitely sounds like a person. He does. I don't know if it's uh maybe it's Friday night fights. What what do we got? Do we have like stand for um maybe it's like Dana Dana White's contender series stuff? I'm not sure where I don't follow some of the lower well, yeah, I know it's National MMA Fighters now. League. National Fighters League. All right, so it's not even Dana White contender series stuff. It's it's not UFC. It's not Friday, it's not fight night on NBC or whatever. But it is MMA. So a four twenty. Well, we will shout that out if that wins for sure. It's yes, yeah, Thursday night fight. So all right. Well, thanks to our sponsor WinBat again. If you do want to bet some baseball, some UFC, some tennis, you can get a five hundred dollar risk free bet pinned. 
tweet has the links. And we'll catch you tomorrow for the return of Real Frank Brank talking baseball. See ya. And you know what? If you're in YouTube, hit a thumbs up. If you're yeah. excited for Frank and us. See ya. Oh, yeah, that was